Hello, everyone, and welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Laban. And I'm Chris Blonsky. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. We certainly aren't experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. Chris, it's episode 149. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing good, Mike. I've been real busy lately. Yeah? You've had a lot on the go, have you? A lot on the go, Mike. A lot. Have you heard of the game Splitgate? I have heard of Splitgate. Yeah, this does not this is not accounted to the busyness, but <laughs> I was going to say, how did you find time to play a video game? <laughs> no, I, I I could probably look it up. I think I've put in about like forty five minutes into this game. Um, <laughs> but for those who don't know, Splitgate, how would you describe it, Mike? I, I think it's like Portal with guns. I've been told that it's Halo meets Portal, and it's yes, that's that's a really good description. Yeah, because I heard about it on a on a podcast but it was a playstation specific podcast mm-hmm. that was like this is the closest you're going to get to having a halo on your playstation yeah and that's about it they they've made it very clear because i mean i know mike you're not a big first person shooter guy but a lot of the first person shooter games out there now they have a million different mechanics you know you can slide you can wall run you can like jetpack and teleport and all this kind of crap and what they've said, this is an homage to sort of the more classic games. So say a Quake or a Halo, especially mm-hmm. um, with that added little like flair of of the portal portals being in this game. But I've been playing it. It's been pretty fun. It is a free to play game. I don't know if it will stay free to play. I think so, based on the uh, tremendous amount of microtransaction opportunities available to you. Yeah, I think right now it's just kind of in early access yeah well it's beta it's beta yeah. right now but I, I suspect it will probably remain free to play I, I don't see any indication of why they would switch it but mm-hmm. it is lots of fun like if you're kind of an old timer like me who uh, finds some of the mechanics of these modern games extremely overwhelming yeah it's it's really good i hopped in there you know being fairly rusty at first person shooters lately and it was good i did i did well which is probably why i enjoyed it but uh, <laughs> that probably has a lot to do with it. Yeah, but it's it's definitely worth a pickup. If you like those kind of games, I think it's it's really good. And I think it's available on more or less every console and system out there right now. Yeah, I, I again, it was a PlayStation podcast I first heard about it on. Yeah. And, they, and they, they were saying that at first it was actually very hard to get into the games because it was so much demand that yes. uh, their servers were overloading and they couldn't get people into the game. <laughs> well and it still is the case like they on their discord and on their twitter they basically have a estimated queue tracker mm. um, as they ramp up because uh, they were saying something along the lines of you know among us two years after launch kind of one week was a hundred people then it was a thousand and then it was ten thousand. like it it kind of slowly ramped so it had time whereas they went from like 400 to 200,000 in a week Holy or something shit. like that. <laughs> yeah, so they're they're really trying to ramp up but cuz I think there's just a team of like three guys but anyway, it's a fun game. I've talked about it about 5 minutes more than I thought I was going to talk about it. <laughs> but uh, did you get paid to talk about it cuz it was no, like right I wish, off the top. I wish I got paid to talk about it. Cuz we talked maybe. about like, hey, what do you want to talk about on the show tonight? And that was not one of the things and it was the first thing you brought up. I, I have like I have my notes broken down into like Ben stories, West stories, like gaming movies, and then I've got a little section for like shit to talk about right away, you know, like little throwaway things, and and this was one of them. I see, I see. But anyway, like I said, we were really busy. We went to our first wedding since pre-pandemic. I saw the photos. Yeah, it well, it was a lot of fun. I'll throw that out there. I think it was about fifty people, and everybody was vaccinated minus one. But it was it was just 
just a strange feeling being around that many people. And I'm not going to say it was a tight area because it was not a tight area, but in a reasonably enclosed area. It was strange having that many people around you. Yeah, I can imagine. Well, and it is interesting, the COVID rules too, because obviously you needed to wear masks unless you're outside, but you didn't need to wear a mask when you were at your table, regardless of how many people were at the table because you were eating. Yeah. And if you were standing up and you had a drink in your hand, you did not have to wear a mask either. But if you were standing up beside the person who had a drink in your hand and you did not have a drink in your hand, you had to wear a mask. So it's like, I guess that beer makes you immune to the virus. Apparently, I was going to say, it was, the, it was were people just walking around holding a drink in their hand the entire well, night? Well, yeah, so that's kind of what it boiled down to. And it was like, I don't think you could ask for a more perfect scenario here, right? Everybody's vaccinated. Everybody has done the precautions and stuff. But uh, I guess it's still growing pains and everything like that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that was good. And we went sunflower picking, Mike. What a delightful time that was watching two toddlers <laughs> just scream the entire time and get real mad. And, you know, one wanted to cut a sunflower and then there's like, well, no, that's my sunflower. I want to cut that one. And then they'd fight over the sunflower. <laughs> and what a shit show. Yeah. And this this is Ben and his cousin. I, I Yeah, assume. Ben and Henry went with, with yeah, my brother and his family and stuff. It was fun once we found the playground. But yeah, trying to sort of... Uh, corral them in and explain there's like a hundred thousand sunflowers here guys you can literally just have any of them yeah Yeah. take which one you want but somehow they both selected the same one and then uh before we get into like the meat of the show mike there was like we've got that amazon wholesale place that opened up in ancaster yeah yeah you guys went and we went and i i really liked it it's sort of a amazon overage store i think that's the best one like you know overstocking or like eliminating maybe older stock stuff the deals on it were pretty good i found most of them to be like significantly below the retail price and it wasn't like you know black friday where all of a sudden that 500 dollars laptop became 900 dollars so they could put it on sale for 50 percent off you know like yeah. legitimately good pricing and i tried to convince you mike to buy that 75 inch tv which you just wouldn't bite on it but <laughs> you know, but the the fun part was is they do offer the Amazon mystery packages. Yes. And they have two levels. They have the $10 level and the $25 premium one. So we decided, well, we're not big gamblers, but we're going to gamble on this because at least you know you're going to get something, right? Mm-hmm. And we went with the premium one, Mike, and boy, whew, we got a big win on that one. We picked <laughs> a, an item that had a value of $140. For for $25. For $25. Now, you might, Mike, I know you already know what this item is. So let me let me describe this 1999 technology <laughs> that we got our hands on. We ended up getting a VTEC cordless phone. And I'm not saying no cell phone, no nothing. This is like the one that your grandmother used to have on their counter kind mm-hmm. of thing. And if we looked up, it's like, there's no way they still make these. But no, sure enough, it was like 140 bucks. Yeah, they still make those. We posted it immediately on Facebook and have gotten exactly zero nibbles. Nice. <laughs> nice. So I have I have a feeling that Ben just got a new toy for the basement, you know. How much did like, you post it for? Not $140. No, God, no. I think Tiff put it for 50 bucks or something like that. Nice. Yeah, you got you to gotta make some profit on it, right? Yeah, well, that's the dream. You know, it is worth so much. We have to go like to around the retirement homes or something. I do a little <laughs> tour of them. Like, well, hundred dollars, you know, it's a pretty good deal. Yeah, for sure. But <laughs> I know you guys bought one too, didn't you? We did. We bought the we bought the ten dollar. The twenty five was was too rich for our blood. Right. right. <laughs> but we bought the the ten dollar pack, and we received 
I don't know if it was worth $10, but we received a blank red t-shirt. Yeah. Medium size. It fits mm-hmm. Laura quite well, which is good because it was Laura who bought it. Because that would have really sucked if it was like, here's a shirt for Mike, you know? But, <laughs> but yeah, it, yeah. It, it contained a red t-shirt for Laura. And it also contained a one of those like pantry containers where you're like you know put your snacks or your cereal in sure in this. yeah and it's to help you organize things better right mm-hmm. is one of those but it was missing the lid <laughs> <laughs> so and of course there's no refunds on no refunds thing. no so we actually we did come up i came up with a pretty good idea one of the william's favorite snacks we get the we get these made good cookies they're they're, they're little packages of like five or mm-hmm. six little cookies and they take up a ton of room because we have all of these boxes of cookies in, in the cupboard. So I made the suggestion, well, we can't seal it. So we can't put anything that is supposed to be out in the open or, you know, they can't be out in the open in it. So why don't we just take all of these boxes, empty all of these little packets into this container? It's a tall container. Yeah. And then there you go. All the cookies are in there and we save all that room. And it was it worked out great. So all the cookies are now in this this tall container in the in the cupboard and you can see how many we have because that was the other thing too we'd be like oh yeah we got plenty of cookies because we look at the we look in the cupboard and it'd be like there's like six boxes of cookies in there and mm-hmm. then you'd open them up and there'd be one bag of cookies in each one and we'd be like oh you know you know so, <laughs> so this, right, right. this helps us keep a better eye on our actual cookie supply as well because william likes to go through them so right well that's that's good i'm glad you uh you managed to make lemonade out of lemons you know yeah yeah and also while we were there we bought a whole bunch of snacks Mm -hmm. and they were all expired everything was all expired (laughs) (laughs) yeah but it's just best before when it comes to cookies and stuff it was like best by best before by like a month you know like like stuff that was july expired and it's august obviously i I eat it yeah well it was funny one of the things that we had was it's it's popcorn and it's very clearly christmas popcorn because like the bag has like (laughs) snowflakes on it and it's peppermint flavored and it's like yeah no this is christmas leftovers yeah now have you sampled it i did it was good perfect yeah no it's good no problems right no problems and also when we were there i didn't buy a an enormous television despite the fact not yet not not yet yet. i mean that's the thing like why would you know I didn't have the moment to, or the space, the cargo space. We we don't have a big enough trunk to uh, mm-hmm. to get a, a seventy five inch television <laughs> and its a box into our trunk. But I did, I did make a, a a fancy tech purchase while I was there. Oh, what'd you get? I got a sound bar. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. they were they have three they had three levels of sound bar there. They had it's the TCL brand one because everything mm-hmm. all of the electronics they had were TCL brand. Which right. is fine because it's it's apparently it's very they're good. good. They're good they, TVs, yeah. Yeah. So they had a like one that was just like a the bar, and then they had one that was the bar and the subwoofer, but it was like their low end bar and subwoofer model, right? And then it was their medium bar and and subwoofer model, and then they didn't have because apparently the TCL has five like bar brands okay and the other ones are the other two are like way high end and like five hundred dollars or eight one of them is eight hundred dollars like nobody mm-hmm. needs an eight hundred dollar soundbar i don't give a <laughs> shit where the hell you're you're like, do you own a movie theater then maybe you you need an eight hundred dollar soundbar <laughs> could you but, imagine yeah but i ended up getting the the mid one and i saved i would say with taxes i saved probably about seventy dollars on the whole thing mm-hmm. so yeah and we we plugged it in and it was really funny too because we started watching, we watched 
Pirates of the Caribbean 2 on it. Oh, and, and how'd it work out? It, well, it was fairly funny because it was like the beginning of that movie is Davy Jones's heartbeat. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, this is very bassy. And, you know, and then like for like the first 10 minutes of the movie, I'm like, oh, this sounds good. This sounds good. And then I turn to Laura and I go, does it actually sound good? Or am I just justifying this purchase to myself? <laughs> <laughs> and what was her verdict? She, we, the, the verdict was definitely that it, it was an improvement. Because one of the things that we we started doing for a while ago, especially with the old TV, well, the TV that we didn't replace, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. still here, is we we started turning on subtitles for everything because we couldn't understand what people were saying because it was always muffled by whatever the the noise was you know like you know the car drives by in the background and it's like what did that guy say subtitles on you know right and and we could actually hear what people were saying over the music and such so that was a a nice positive and then we were also noticing a lot more bass and especially like where it really was evident to me that like oh yeah this is much better is when i was on the menus of the playstation because like those are sounds I hear all the time, and it was like, oh, this is this is different. This is very different, you know. <laughs> and and also, I've been playing Mass Effect two because I'm I'm replaying the Mass Effect trilogy because Laura got me the Legendary Edition for for Father's Day, and I, I played it today for the first time since we got the sound bar. And when your ship flies by and and it does like the low hum, like the low rumble of your of your ship engines. I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Yeah. There's some nice bass coming out of that subwoofer. So, yeah. So that was a, a nice quality purchase that I'm, I'm quite pleased with. Well, that's good. Yeah. I feel like a, or a sound bar is vitally important nowadays, especially in the era of like the super thin flat screen TVs. Like where are they going to put quality speakers? Like they're, they're not, they're fine. I guess like you can hear what's happening, but they're just, they're not good speakers. So yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny, too, because I, I actually put off buying a soundbar for a really long time. Mm-hmm. And I even had my own like solutions where, I, you know, about those old iPod docks, you know, like those old Bose ones. Oh, yes. Yeah. I had one of those because back when Laura and I first, right before Laura and I first started dating, I bought one of those, those really, they were like $300, $400 Bose sound docks mm-hmm. for iPods. And at the time... I had this habit where I couldn't fall asleep without music. Right. So I got this dock. I put my iPod in it. I'd set it for sleep mode and I would go to sleep listening to music. And after maybe a month and a half of owning it, Laura and I started dating. And the very first night she slept over, she's like, turn that off. And it never came back on. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Well, she, she couldn't sleep with it. Right. So started controlling your life that soon. And that that fast. So I I mean, sympathize. So, I mean, the doc would get used occasionally, but nowhere near as much as it was. Cause I was like, this is (laughs) going to be a great purchase because I'm going to use this every day, you know? Yeah. And, and then it was like, Oh, well maybe I'll use it. You know, when I have time to just listen to, re- oh no, I never have that time. Okay, well, it'll just sit here and, <laughs> and I'll dust that every once in a while. But we actually took that and we plugged that into the auxiliary port of the TV at one point, and we were reusing that as a sound bar, like a makeshift sound bar, and it sounded good. But mm-hmm. the issue with it was, is we never knew what the volume was because there's no like dial on it that would show you how high the volume oh, was. Oh, sure. Yeah. So that that's why we stopped using it as a sound bar. And then it was now we have an actual sound bar. So it'll, it'll be great. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome, Mike. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. I mean, I guess I am not 
do I need to be excited? I'm already using it. It's not like I'm like, I can't wait to use it. I, I already well, used it. I've you were excited it. at the time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. It was nice. It's it's nice that uh, all this time that I've wanted a soundbar, it was worth getting one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And on sale. Perfect. Can't ask for anything better. Exactly. And something else that we got on sale from that same place was we bought William. We bought him a Spider-Man backyard golf set. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I must tell you, if there is anything more frustrating in the world, it is trying to get a child to hold a golf club correctly. <laughs> <laughs> so you're 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 dishing out like proper lessons here, Mike. You're not just saying here's the ball, here's the stick, just whack at it. Well, he's he's doing that, but then he's getting frustrated because he's not hitting like he's not hitting the ball right. Like he, right, it, it, he sees me hit the ball and the ball goes a little further. You know, mm-hmm. and, and he's like swinging and missing and he's holding it like he's holding it like you'd hold a baseball bat, but not with like the club up, like the club's down. So he's like, he's, oh, he's, he's like sweeping. He's, he's using sweeping. Like he's broom. using it like okay. a broom. Yeah. He's so he's using the club like a broom. He's also pointing the, the club head the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. So like in towards himself and he's swinging like a broom with this thing he barely hits the ball so he's all frustrated and i'm like william i'll just show you how to hold it like because he's like i want to do what daddy he's like you know do do what daddy does do what daddy does and i'm like well just hold it hold it like this mm-hmm. look at how i'm holding it hold it this way <laughs> and because because if i try to do it like make his hands do it he just freaks out and so yeah so i i basically just gave up and now i just watch him like run around and throw the ball at the walls and stuff because <laughs> like, <laughs> it's still a fun toy then right maybe not as intended but still yeah. a fun toy yeah. yeah he loves golf has no idea what golf is ben um he doesn't have a golf club but his grandparents bought one like for when kids come over uh, and he swings the golf club like a hockey stick so he grabs one end at the top and then the other hand is kind of like in the middle of the golf club. right right so he can get some pretty good power off of it, but it's like, dude, it's not quite how it's supposed to work, you know? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Fun times. Yeah. K- kids, he may learn someday, but... Yeah. Well, wait wait until you get to figure out if he swings left-handed or right-handed, Mike. I, f- I feel like he's, like, in general, a lefty. Okay. But that doesn't mean anything when it comes to swinging, because I'm a right-handed guy who does all my swinging sports left-handed. Yeah. So who knows? Who knows for sure? Yeah. But... One day, one day we'll find out. I'm That's sure. right. Yeah, one day. Sign him up for T-Ball and you'll find out real quick. What yeah, way is the best way. But we did actually sign William up for gymnastics at the exact same place that you guys are doing it. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I think the whole point is that we're supposed to be doing it together. Yeah, well, because you're only allowed to have well, sorry, you have to have a parent, but you can only have one parent. Yes. So I think the plan is that the girls will go and then you and I will go. Yes. And then we'll hit the bar after it was with the boys. and It'll be great. Yeah. 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 We'll take turns. One of us will be with them one week and then one of us, the other will be with the, um, the, the next week. So, yeah. Yeah. Get a little more quality time in there. It'll be good. Yeah. When is uh, when does that start? September, right? Yeah. September. Yeah. Yeah. It'll so pretty good. something to look forward to. Yeah. Has uh, has William shown interest in that kind of stuff? Like the trampoline part was what got Ben hooked. No, <laughs> uh, not, the thing is, is William the, wants to do a lot of what Blippi does, you know, like okay. he sees Blippi do things and 
I don't know if you've seen the one where he's in like the place with the trampoline floor and like all there's like the pits full of like yeah uh, yeah yeah the foam bits. He likes he likes those videos. He wants to do stuff like that. He's got a video. Blippi has a video where he dances and he likes to dance like Blippi dances. So oh okay. So yeah, that's the uh, the idea behind it is like well he likes all this crap. Maybe he'll like that you know because it's not it's not you know doing pummel horses and on the rings and stuff. <laughs> it's just kind of like exploring movement and stuff so. yeah basically yeah they've got you do some somersaults you do some uh, barrel rolls climb a ladder swing on the bars jump on the trampoline on oh, the yeah. balance beam too you do the balance beam as well so yeah that seems like stuff that he would be a big fan of so. yeah uh, ben definitely likes it he he's a big fan so far now mind you, he's been two times but uh i mean if it can hold his attention like you know my my crazy adhd not literally but uh <laughs> you know short attention span child then i think yours will be okay uh we'll see i mean as of late i i, I know we're not quite there yet but that three nager stage is kicked right in oh. three nager i have not heard that before you've never heard three nager no I've, never, I've heard terrible twos but yeah. i've never heard three nager go do explain, Mike. So, I mean, three major is just basically the next step. Is it's you know a more independence and you know things like that. And and mm-hmm. there's oh god, the other day, I'm not even kidding. This on Saturday, William was such a good, such a good kid. Like he did, he got to see his grandma and his grandpa, and he was having a great time with them, and he was so well behaved with them, and. He went to the park with mommy and and he was playing in the playground and there were other kids and and he was very good to make sure that the other kids like there's like this bridge. Remember the bridge that he wiped out on and he hurt himself? Right. Well, he's super brave now and he can get on that bridge with no issues and he likes to jump on that bridge. Well, if there was another kid trying to get on that bridge, he would stop. He would wait for them to get on and then they would jump together. And then when they wanted to get off, he would stop and he would wait and he would let them off. And he was very good and very like. He wasn't selfish or anything like that. Like if kids wanted to play with him, he he did. If kids didn't want to play with him, he didn't, you know, freak out about it or anything. So he had a really good day. So the next day, Laura's like, you know what, William, because you were such a good boy today or yesterday, mm-hmm. we're going to go to the toy store and you can pick out a toy that you want. This is the first time that we've ever been like, you know, let's go to the toy store. You get to pick a toy because we bring him home toys all the time. We actually, I mean, we brought him home that golf set the other day, right? Mm. I mean, we also, oh, we also brought him home Blippi in a rocket ship, and he's been super happy about that too. He loves Blippi in a rocket ship. So we were like, okay, we're going to bring you to the toy store. You can pick whatever toy you want, and and you'll have a great time. And he was such a shit that day, like, <laughs> like that whole day. He, we actually ended up not even going to the toy store. Like we threatened to take it away so that he would behave and he still wouldn't stop. Like we told him, we're like, okay, we guess we're not going. And he just would freak out and run around. And like, just, I, I think, I think what the issue was is we told him that we were going to go see grandma and grandpa. Cause we went and saw Laura's parents came and saw us on Saturday. We were going to go see my parents on Sunday. So we told him he was going to go. We told him he was going to go see grandma and grandpa. And we were told him he was going to go to the toy store. And right before his nap, we said, you can go see grandma and grandpa after your nap. And he was like, no, I want now. I want to go see grandma and grandpa now. Right. And then from that point on, it was impossible to get him. Like he 
he was freaking out. Like we're like trying to get him go down for a nap. He's freaking out, not wanting to go down, crying. Like we have to, we, we called my mom and we're like, tell him that, tell him if he doesn't sleep, he can't come. Like we're doing everything that we could think of to get him to calm down. And in the end, we just were like, okay, fine. Like we need a break and you need some quiet time. So we're going to get you a toy and we're going to put it in this room with you. And you can just sit here in your room and play with your toy. Is that okay? And he was like, yeah. And then we left the room and immediately knocked over a mirror and oh, no. <laughs> on, on to himself. Nice. And, and in that moment, like the mirror didn't break, thankfully, but yeah. he knocked over the humidifier that's in his room and it dumped water everywhere. And it was like, it's been like three minutes. Like we left you alone for three minutes. Yeah. How you couldn't even do that. Like you couldn't even play quietly for three minutes. Just, oh, he was such a jerk. And then like today he was a jerk. <laughs> like he's when he just, <laughs> he asked, he asked for something specific for dinner and we gave it to him. And he was like, no, don't want this. Don't want this. And we're like, we made that for you because you asked for it specifically. Right. And he's like, no, gross. Nah, it's yucky. Spit it out. We're like, what is this? What is happening? <laughs> We told him like we got him a uh, a treat too because we 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 got him like a donut and we're like yeah you can have your donut after dinner and then it became you can have your donut if you eat your dinner and then it became if you don't eat your dinner you're not getting that donut <laughs> like, like right just, right like the up the ever escalating threat of lack of donut <laughs> oh my god so <laughs> sounds stressful <laughs> yeah he's he's been a bit of a jerk lately and I wish we 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 were wondering. If it's because you know how we've moved is him going to bed back later, right? Like yeah. We, we put him in bed at seven 30 now instead of six 30. We think that we need to move back all of his other things as well. We think that he, the issue he had with dinner tonight was that he wasn't hungry, which mm -hmm. is what that's why he threw the tantrum over eating dinner. It's because we don't think he was hungry. And then on the weekend on Sunday, we think that he, didn't want to go to sleep because he wasn't tired. Like he need, he might've napped if we put him to bed at one instead of at noon. Right. So now we're debating, do we push back dinner time? Do we push back nap time on the weekends even more? And, and yeah, and I'm just, you know, when it comes to dinner time, I'm like, that's cool. I, that makes sense to me. But when it comes to nap time on the weekends, I'm like, that's now less time for me. <laughs> because <laughs> less nap time for William. Like, yeah. Well, what what is when is your nap time? Twelve thirty. Twelve. We put him to bed at twelve. Okay. And he's usually out by twelve thirty. Yeah. On a good day, and then he usually sleeps around two to three, and that's usually great. And then on the it's it's we find on Sundays he doesn't nap at all. Right. Most of the time, and it's did he sleep so well on? on Saturday that he just didn't need the sleep or something. I don't know. Cause mm -hmm. one of inevitably one of two weekend days, he will not, he will not nap either the Saturday or the Sunday. He will not nap. Is that, um, even if you like run him hard, does he not nap both days or like, do, do you find the weekends tends to be like more TV or more just sort of like artsy crafty sort of stuff or does it, it matter? Depends. I mean, on Saturday he, he slept, but he'd been running hard all morning. Like grandma yeah. and grandpa had been there. But then on Sunday, not really to the same degree. We actually there was a bit of there was a bit of TV watching, mm -hmm. and that was my own fault because I'm trying to get him off Blippy. 
and right. he asked he has to watch something that wasn't blippy and i'm like oh okay like i kind of <laughs> want you to watch this instead of blippy yeah. it was uh it was bluey we started watching bluey now oh okay i haven't heard of that one. you don't know bluey bluey's yeah. on uh it's a on disney plus it's about a family of dogs uh that live in australia and it's actually really good like it mm. I, even as an adult i am like all right, blue is pretty great. I enjoy this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's a it's it's a fun show. So when when he started to show an interest in it, I'm like, okay, like let's watch this. It's 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 more it's it's less blippy is what it really comes right, down to, right. you know. And I I caved and I let him watch that just as kind of like a okay, well you've been a really good boy, and you know this is something that you don't normally ask for, so why not? We'll give it to you. And then it was like, oh no, you know you're not napping. Did you not? waste enough energy to to take a nap okay maybe or maybe that was my bad so <laughs> yeah i know ben's naps tend to be a direct correlation with how much he was playing in the morning right. like if it was too much tv or too much just sort of like lounging around his nap's like an hour long it's not very long at all yeah but he never he never naps as long as william does like three hours stuff that's basically unheard of for ben he goes to bed at twelve thirty and you know, two o'clock, two thirty. That's pretty standard for when he wakes up. Yeah, because he that day on Sunday when he wouldn't go to sleep, we actually did end up getting him to go down for a nap at like one thirty. Right. He himself asked for a nap. He said that he was tired, and we're uh, like, okay. "Okay, here you go, go to bed." <laughs> and and we put him down, and he was out for an hour, and then we got him up because we had yeah. to go to Grandma's. And then and then after all that, he didn't want to go to the toy store. He just wanted to go straight to Grandma and Grandpa's. So we skipped the toy store completely. Well, that makes things less expensive for you. It did. And then yeah. we went to that place and I bought a soundbar. So <laughs> well, you just, you know, you took that toy money and you put it into, you know, daddy's toy money, right? Yeah, yeah. daddy's toy money. It's been a while yeah. since daddy had some toys and daddy got a lot of toys last week. Yeah. So daddy got a soundbar. Daddy bought himself a new tablet. So Nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, the tablet was, I had birthday money. That mm. was just kind of like. You know, what do I do with this birthday money? And then I realized that my current tablet was completely out of date. I, I, I received it from my mom. If you remember, hers broke mm-hmm. and I fixed it. And she's like, that tablet was probably about 10 years old. And it ended at Android 5. They stopped updating it at Android 5. And I think the only app that still works on it is YouTube. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. So it was kind of like, OK, well, that's uh Let's get let's upgrade. Let's, I got all this birthday money. Let, let's get there was a nice deal. And, and I, so I got a, a good Samsung tablet, a nice 10 incher. I got a little book for it. So it like has the case with the flap on it that wakes it up. Mm-hmm. And it also is like a stand so I can set it up. And oh, watch wow. Ooh, oh, very yeah. fancy, Mike. Very fancy. I'm living in the future or the past because we've had tablets for some time. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I'm going to say future, though, just to make us make us feel good. You know, it's got Dolby Atmos. So there you go. That's the future. The tablet does. The tablet has Dolby Atmos. (laughs) Future it is. Mike. I I think that's where we're going to settle on that one. Mm -hmm. Well, that's uh, that's good. It sounds uh, sounds stressful, Mike. I, I, I can definitely sympathize. Ben has been a terror, you know, here and there as well. Some days he's great. Other days he. You know, he really wants this thing and then you go to do that thing and then he doesn't want it anymore. Like today I got home from work and I was like, oh, you want to go, you know, cut the grass with daddy because he likes doing it. He's like, yeah. And then he steps out the front door. He's like, I don't want to do it. I want to go to the backyard and play with my other thing. It's like, "Okay, well, we'll go back there then. 
and then we step on this. No, I want to do this other thing. It's yep. like, yep. I'm just doing what you want, man. Like, just decide, you know, tell me what you want to do. I don't care. Well, one thing that's happening lately, too, is obviously I've told you about William's obsession with garbage yeah. and the garbage man and garbage cans and garbage trucks, et cetera, et cetera. We've started to get him to help take out the garbage on the garbage night. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he loves it. But the problem is, is once you're out of garbage, it's it's a shit show. He's like, we need more garbage. Like he starts like running around trying to find more garbage. And it's like, no, buddy, we took all the garbage out. Like, oh, this, man. Let's not. He's going. He went. He goes back to the garbage cans to like take the bags out and stuff. And it's like, we just changed that bag. There's nothing in that garbage. And he's like, no, we need to make new garbage. Like it's. Oh, that's frustrating. Yeah. So it, it goes from like, yay, we found the thing that occupies you and you're really happy. But now it's like, oh, now that it's over, you just don't can't accept that it's over. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds awful, Mike. Sounds awful. Yeah. But we're we're um, dabbling in a new adventure, Mike. Ben has started waking up in the middle of the night because he has to go to the bathroom. So he's getting to the point now where he doesn't because the only time he wears a diaper is during nap time and during bedtime. Yep. And a lot of the times now the nap time, we have basically one diaper that lasts the whole week because he'll go bathroom before he goes to bed. It, you know, he wakes up and it's dry. We take it off and we reuse it again the next day. But now it's starting to happen to bedtime, too. So he'll wake up at like 10 o'clock, have to go pee. So, you know, you take him pee and then he'll sleep through the night with a dry diaper and everything like that after that. Yeah. We have done nothing to prompt this. This is all like his doing. He just decided one day that I guess this is what he wants to do. But it's good. Like on one hand, it's great because we're inching ever closer to like, you know, fully potty trained and everything like that. I think we could honestly stop doing diapers at nap time now. But uh, but sometimes, Mike, he wakes up at like 930 and then at like 1.30, and then at like 5.30, because he just has to pee so many times. So now we really watch like the water intake from about like 5 p.m. to 7.30, you know? Make sure he's not drinking too much, you know, because you don't want him to wake up 15 times during the night and everything. Yeah, no but, kidding. Yeah, but on one hand, I'm, yeah, I'm proud of him that he's he's doing this stuff. On the other hand, it's like, Daddy likes sleep too, you know? Like, yeah, come on, man. Yeah, and then the worst part is that he oftentimes won't wake me up because I still sleep in the guest room, right? Because I'm on bend time. Yep. He'll go to Tiff's room and wake her up. And it's like, no, don't wake up, mommy. <laughs> Come wake up daddy. Like that. This is what daddy is supposed to do. But uh, right. that one's a hard lesson to try to teach. Let me tell you. We had fun with Henry the last couple of days. We bought 200,000 Orbeez or water beads. Yeah. What you- the hell? That, I saw the Snapchats of this and I'm like, what is this? What is this? <laughs> yeah. Oh, do you, so you, you don't know what water beads are? Or no, no. They're basically like marble. Si- well, they come in multiple sizes, but the ones we get are like marble sized. I'm going to say like a firm jello. Okay. Okay. So they, they come as like these tiny little like millimeter wide balls. You throw them into a, you know, a bucket of water and they'll eventually inflate over a couple hours. And then they become kind of like, yeah, this kind of like jello. Like you can squish them and they're sort of wet to the touch, but not like dripping wet or anything. They're just kind of like a fun toy to play with. Previously, we had just sort of used like small rubber made containers and filled them up and they would. You know, the boys would play around with them and squish them and whatever. And just, you know, we decided let's up the ante. And we had a little kiddie pool that we then filled with these things. Mm-hmm. And it is a fan favorite, Mike. Let me tell you, like Ben and Henry were playing in it. And Ben's gone in it probably about like six times over the last two days. And 
our neighbor, their uh, granddaughter came over. And so we're like, oh, yeah, come over and play in the, the pile of Orbeez. And it's fun, Mike. It's fun. It's not that expensive. Like 50,000 Orbeez are like 15 bucks Canadian. So Holy shit. <laughs> you can fill up a pool pretty easy. Sounds like. Yeah, but it's good. It's a lot of fun. Do you speak from experience there? I went in it. I had a great time. <laughs> it's just it's a it's a really weird feeling and I like it. Like I really like it. Do you like how it feels between your toes? Yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's just strange. It's like it's you kind of get like this weird like massagey sort of feeling. I don't know. I I'm a big supporter, Mike. I I I want to fill up my own hot tub when we get one <laughs> with Orbeez. <laughs> how awesome would that be, right? And then the only other story we've got, Mike, is uh, I don't know if you saw the Instagram post or not, but uh, Ben and Henry were playing in the family room by themselves. So they happily will have conversations and full on discussions and they'll figure out what they want to do together. And we play this game called The Floor is Lava. So there's a song on Spotify called like Floor is Lava Song or something like that. Yeah. And what we do is we have these like circular wood discs we put on the ground and the song says oh five four three two one the floor is lava and you have to you know get off the floor and the discs are the safe spot so they were setting it up themselves and it was so cute because that was henry's job was to set up the discs and then ben's job was to talk to google and get google to start playing the song except that ben doesn't really understand the uh proper verbiage that you must use in order to make google play what you want so he can get Google to activate as as shown in the video. But uh, he was like, I really want or something like I really want to play floor freeze dance song, please. <laughs> <laughs> at one point, Google says, like, I'm sure you're going to sing beautifully. And then he just sort of like looks at it. and He's like, OK, we will. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a story that's better in the video, but I just think it was it was cute enough to bring up. It's just so fun watching the two of them interact and, you know, discover games for themselves and try to play and do all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it'll be good, Mike. It'll be good once you uh, once William can come over a little bit more and they can play together as well. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he'll get in the pool with all the Orbeez or whatever they're called. Yeah. If, if you're not using it. No, yeah, that's right. They, they, well, you know, between seven and seven, they're allowed to, but after seven, that's it's all that's Chris it's all time. me. It's all yeah. Chris time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. That's good yeah. to hear. We we've been talking about this stuff longer than I thought we would, so that doesn't leave a ton of time left mm-hmm. for stories. But I know there's one that you've been telling me every week. You're like, I want to talk about this. I want to talk about this, and it's it's not something that's time sensitive. So it's what we can bring it up. So let's talk about the framework laptop that you've been like, I want to talk about this this week. I want to talk about this this week. And we just keep pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. That's right. Yeah. Mike is a bully when it comes to topics. We're just going to throw that out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What I want goes. That's <laughs> yeah. why we talk about Apple so much. I got a whole list of things, Mike, that didn't make the cut. It's an incredibly long list. But uh, <laughs> but yes, Mike, to your point, the framework laptop is a new company by the company's name is Framework. And it's basically inspired by the whole right to repair movement. And yep. if you're not familiar, that's that's essentially like I've got a phone. I want to be able to buy the parts for the phone and replace the parts myself or, you know, bring them to a repair shop and, and they can repair it. This is a real big deal in the tech circles, especially, you know, Apple fights back on the right to repair, even though you can find the parts, even though you could potentially open up the, you know, very tamper proof, you know, coding and stuff that they've got is 
even the software will check that these parts, if they're legit or not, and if they're not legit or not assigned to that particular phone, they will not work. Like the software will shut it down. Yeah. So people are very opposed to this kind of thing. And you know what? I'm, I I agree with what they're saying. You know, the other side of it is there's a lot of e-waste problem. Mike, you you brought up your tablet, which I'm very thankful that you did because tablet still works fine, doesn't it? You know, yeah. but you just can't upgrade it anymore because Google decided, no, this tablet, whatever it is, is just not worthy of Android 11, you know? So what they've done is if they've built a laptop mic that is entirely replaceable. So every single part on this laptop can be replaced, removed, and, and you know, switched out by yourself. It even comes unassembled, you know, so you buy the laptop for like a thousand dollars and it comes in all the parts and you basically build the laptop yourself. And I am absolutely fascinated by this idea. And I think it's a great idea. Because a lot of the times, you know, you've, you've got your laptop and it's all fine, except you need a slightly faster processor or you need a slightly faster, you know, more RAM or a bigger hard drive or something like that. And the way things are going nowadays is a lot of this stuff is soldered right onto the motherboard. And if you need a bigger hard drive, that's just too goddamn bad. Throw it in the garbage and buy a new one. Yeah. And, and this sort of seeks to solve that problem. I, I am very, I'm very keen on this. Now, do you have, have you been reading up on this at all, Mike? I did. It was funny. Actually, yeah. you mentioned it because one of my coworkers is a big computer guy. So mm-hmm. he sent me a video about the the framework. And I, I mean, obviously, the whole stuff that you talked about is very neat. But the thing that really caught my attention is that you can actually customize the ports on the side of the, the, the laptop. That's right. Yeah. Which there's actually basically there's along the sides are lined with USB-C ports and there are little adapters that you can buy. And even when you're actually picking, you know, your, your, your PC out, you can mix and match whatever ones you need, whatever adapters you need. And you can plug in say, okay, you know, I need a USB-C port. Bam. There you go. I need a USB-A port. Bam. I need that. I need an SD card reader. Well, bam, there you go. You can slap one of those on. I need hmm. an Ethernet jack. Well, here's an Ethernet jack for you. You can, And you can put that on either side of the laptop. I mean, a perfect example is I have a laptop right here. It's my work laptop where certain wires plug in is such a pain in the ass that it's on that side and not the other side. Like with this laptop, you can just unplug the adapter and put it on the other side and then you're set. You don't have to worry about the cord being in the wrong spot. Well, exactly. And we should also clarify that when, when you're saying adapter, we're not talking like external dongle. Like yes. you are you are literally manipulating the ports that are available on the nice smooth side of the laptop. Yeah, like well it's technically it's an adapter, but it it's literally like it's like a little disc almost. I don't it's not circular, but that's the yeah, only yeah. thing I can think of that it that it makes sense is it's it's the bottom of the laptop slides out in this like little cube disc shape mm-hmm. that has a port on it and then you just replace a different you slide a different little puck in that that has a different port on it yeah and and it's it really suits whatever purpose you need they have all these different kind you can order and and because you order what you want it's not like okay well you you get four pick from this the this list of six or something like that you can literally buy you know the same port for every single port if you really wanted to you know like yeah exactly or i mean some people also suggest well you know Maybe you use HDMI out as your your external monitor all the time, but you might want to buy a DisplayPort one just in case you know that that office you go to or the home you go to doesn't have HDMI. So you could always 
remove that part of the laptop and put this part in too. You know, just kind of have it in your bag as a just in case sort of option, right? Yeah, definitely. And that's super handy. Yeah, but it's fantastic. And even they go as far as like when you open it up, they have QR codes on every single piece of the laptop. So, you know, it'll have a QR, excuse me, a QR code on the, you know, NVMe drive or something like that. You know, you fire it up and it'll give you a little instruction on how you would replace it. And here's some other options that you could use and that kind of thing. They've also designed the laptop in such a way that, Mike, I don't know if you've ever opened up a laptop and and done work on it. I've done it a million times for work, but a lot of the times the stuff is buried in the laptop. And in order to get to the RAM, you have to take off 15 other parts. They developed it in such a way that you just take off a single back cover you know, make all the changes that you need to do. You don't need to pull out the hard drive in order to access the RAM. It's just all nice and clean and simple and everything is color coded and and really designed to work properly, which is really cool. The one nice thing about it or one cool thing about it too, as far as like the parts go is, you know, they, the processor is soldered on to the main board. So the motherboard, but you can buy a new board that you just pop that part out and you don't have to remove the rest of the parts. They're all still integrated properly and you just put the new main board in. And if you wanted, you can use the old one as an external computer. You know, you can have it like a Raspberry Pi-esque device. You know, so they, they've really thought this stuff through from not only a like how I'm using it today, but how I can use the old the discarded parts, you know, tomorrow, right? Yeah, because that's always good. Like I, I know... For myself, I, I've told you before uh, that I've repaired a few dual shot controllers. I, the parts that I didn't use, you know, the parts I took out, I, I still have those lying around because I don't really know what to do with them. Yeah. I'm, so, I mean, obviously, they're, if they're if in this case, those parts are broken, so I can't really use them. <laughs> in a sure. And that, that's format, different. Yeah. Yeah. But like, again, it's, it's what do you do if you replace a part? Do you leave the other part lying around or, or, or can you possibly use it for something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so that's what I like. I like the fact you can you can basically customize it exactly how you want, and it deals with the e-waste problem pretty well. You know, I, I'll tell you from like an enterprise thing, the amount of laptops that are completely functional that you know just aren't powerful enough for what we need for that get just tossed away is it's disgusting. Like it is absolutely insane. You know? And, oh, I get it. I get it. Yeah. My uh, my job, they bought me a new laptop. Right, right before the pandemic started, they bought me a new laptop mm-hmm. and I brought my old laptop home to, you know, make sure that there were no files on it that I didn't need, you know, that kind of a thing. So the pandemic happens and then we're all working from home. And so I have this extra laptop and then we we get the word that we're going to be working from home forever. And so I say to my boss, I'm like, do you want this old laptop back? Because I definitely don't need it anymore. I, I have my new laptop. It's literally just here. Mm-hmm. And he's like, nah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so I have this extra laptop that I'm like, I, I'm trying to find uses for it. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know what to do because it's not as good as this laptop. So like, why would I, why would I use it unless I really needed to? I suppose I could sell it, but who wants this, a laptop that's who knows how old at this point? So no, exactly. But it would be nice if you didn't need to buy a new one. You could just buy a couple parts that would make the old one better. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I'm sure the monitor is still great on it. I'm sure the chassis and keyboard and everything is still fine, right? But yeah, it's, it's the funny thing is, is it's got a nice touchscreen and. And it was one of those things where like having a touchscreen laptop completely ruined other laptops for me. Yeah. 
you know so now my my new laptop doesn't have a touch screen and i still find myself like i'm like no don't it doesn't have a touch screen stop it (laughs) don't touch it yeah but anyway that's kind of all I wanted to say about it. I, I really do believe in this product. I think it's pretty cool. And certainly when I'm in the market for a new laptop, it's I think I would seriously consider buying it. I, to me, it's the front runner for myself right yeah. now. I was going to say, I'm going to put your money where your mouth is and buy one. But you're like, when well, I'm looking for a new laptop. So I'm like, well, then now you're definitely not going to buy one right now. <laughs> yeah. Not at this particular second. But uh, yeah, when I do need one, I, I think I'm going to go with it. Okay, well, here's a question for you. Mm-hmm. How popular do you think this is? Like, if, for example, you needed a new laptop in, say, three years, do you think they're still going to be around? I mean, I've got to hope so, right? And I I know that's the big question surrounding it is, great, I bought this laptop that's totally modular. And if the company goes under, like, (laughs) you know, what do you do? The nice thing is a lot of the parts are just, you know, they're regular consumer parts. You don't have to buy them from them. The only part of them that is sort of semi-proprietary are those little uh, like side port adapters and everything like that. But I, I want to hope that they're still around. Like they do have a business plan and stuff in place for that. Um, but yeah, I, I guess it's always a concern when you when you have these startups and everything like that. But you know, even if I bought one tomorrow and they end up going out of business in three years, I think I'd still be happy with the purchase, right? Because it's still supporting a a good cause. Here's a question that I, I I didn't see this answered in the video I watched about it, and mm-hmm. we didn't talk about it. What can you upgrade the monitor? No, at this point in time, the monitor is the only part that you can't upgrade. That yeah, that's because yeah. I'm like, how would you even do that? Well, so but the nice thing is the monitor is quite good. It's a uh, I don't know the actual specs, but it's like twenty five hundred by twelve hundred, so it's like a in between four K and ten eighty p. So like mm-hmm. it's a very good monitor. Um, but attaching and detaching a monitor is actually quite easy. It's just screws and a ribbon cable, right? So, right. but right now the monitor is quite good. I think they've said like you can replace the bezels on it for like looks. So if you want to have it all black or like an orange laptop or whatever, they've got those options for you. They're just magnetically attached. But yeah, the literal monitor is the other than like the chassis itself is the only part you can't replace. Okay, yeah, just curious, just curious. It's funny because you talk about that, and and you were, you talk about the right to repair thing, and mm-hmm. and that in itself is such an interesting topic as well. To put a to put a great example forward, like obviously the, I replayed the, repaired those PlayStation controllers, but that's not the example I'm going to say. Yeah, Laura's tablet. Laura has her own tablet. She had a tablet long before I had one. There was a point where she wasn't using it. So like I asked her, I'm like, how come you're, you're not using it? She's like, well, it doesn't work anymore. Like, what do you mean? It doesn't work anymore. Like you paid how many hundred dollars on this thing? How does it not work anymore? Mm-hmm. So she's like, well, it just doesn't turn. It doesn't turn on. Like you, you plug it in and, and it just doesn't work. And I'm like, okay, well, let me take a look at it. And I, I, I plugged it in and it would start like you would see the battery charging logo pop on and then it would die. Right. And then you'd see the battery logo the battery logo pop on and, and, and it would die. And I was like, what is this? Like, it's, it's clearly, it's clearly broken. Mm-hmm. If this was the kind of ecosystem that you were saying, like, like this, the, the iPhone, you know, if the parts aren't recognized, you can't do the work, then I would not have been able to open that up and I would not have been able to fix it because I did. Yeah. I, I actually f- figured out what the issue was as I went on a board and you know, said this is you know what I what I what I'm seeing is it's it's flashing just the battery logo for a second. Basically, what the problem was is that the tablet itself was so out of battery that the act of turning on the screen 
like drained the battery completely. Right. So like when you plugged it in, it wasn't getting enough charge. The, the, the logo that displays when it starts detecting battery, the battery is charging was so much charge that the battery couldn't survive. (laughs) Amazing. Yeah. So what ended up happening, how to fix it was I, I opened it up and I actually unhooked the ribbon cable for the screen. Mm-hmm. And that allowed it to hold a charge long enough that we were able to charge it up fully. And then I put the ribbon cable back on and it worked just fine. It was like it was brand new. Right. And so like if the battery ever goes on that, I could f- swap that out and, and fix it because I've seen how to do that, too. I mean, I probably wouldn't because that tablet also has not been getting new sure, updates yeah. Since, yeah. since Android. And we probably just end up getting a new tablet there, too, if if. I do, if I decide I don't want to share, <laughs> but you know, mm-hmm. no, you can't use my tablet, get your own tablet. <laughs> but yeah, like the, the right to repair stuff. The, the thing that interests me most is when you see it in places that you don't expect. Like I watched a documentary on YouTube about how guys are fighting for the right to repair for tractors. Yes. Yeah. And and basically the 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 modern tractors have so much like proprietary software and proprietary parts that like, oh, if if something breaks, you have to send it to, you know, your local John Deere dealership to get it fixed. They will not allow you to just, you know, your tractor from the 70s, it breaks. You take a piece off, you put a new piece on and the tractor works again. You know, like if you're not near a John Deere dealership and your tractor breaks, you're SOL. That's the end of your tractor, Mm -hmm. you know? And, and it was the part that was fascinating to me in this documentary was that people went to court with John Deere about the right to repair for these tractors. And there were lawyers from Microsoft and Apple who showed up on behalf of John Deere. They were like, here's the evidence of why we should not allow this. Because if the court case goes through and the, these farmers earn the right to repair John Deere tractors, it sets a precedent that these tech companies now have to follow and that you would have to be allowed to repair your iPhone or, or your laptop or, or whatever it is. So that stuff yeah. has always been really fascinating to me. Yeah, it is interesting. We're, we're definitely at, I feel like, a tipping point You know where people are aware like, you know, it's just my speakers that are broken. Why do I have to throw away the entire laptop just to fix the speaker? You know, yeah. like I, I feel like people are are they they know that they know this is kind of bullshit. They know this is you know why is this happening? And yeah, and it, it is interesting with the the tractor stuff too. And uh, I won't I won't comment too much on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know you have a vested interest. Yeah, yeah. Sa- save some family drama and that kind of thing. But uh, but yeah, no, I agree. I, I think there's you know certain things that people shouldn't like i don't think apple should allow people to edit ios for instance right i think i get it you know you want to make sure the operating system is is good but you should be able to let them switch the camera out or switch the battery or switch you know the port if the port's broken that kind of thing right and you know obviously there is a there's a line but certainly more more is better at this point in time yeah definitely definitely well i think that's a good spot to end yeah. this week, don't you? I do think so, Mike. You finally got to talk about 
your your framework laptop. I know it's been like three weeks now. Yeah, and now we have a whole new list of things for next week of things you didn't get to talk about this week because <laughs> we talked about the right to repair in the laptop for so long. But yeah, there you go. But that will do it for this week's episode of Part Time Nerds Full Time Dads. You can follow along with our adventures in parenting at parttimenerdsfulltimedads.com as well as on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Castbox, iHeartRadio, and all your favorite podcast listening services. If you want to get a hold of us, let us know any helpful tips or even tell us what we said was dead wrong. You can send an email to the dads at parttimenerdsfulltimedads.com or reach us on our Twitter or Facebook accounts at PTNerdsFTDads. We'll be back next week with more nerdy dad advice from people who are most certainly not qualified to give any whatsoever. Until next time, I am Mike. And I'm Chris. And we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you.